Hi, everybody. This is Nicholas Scott. Happy holidays from me and everybody at Behind the Panel. Santa Claus, afraid not. I'm just a poor schmo. Got lucky. And sue me if I want to give some back. My spider senses are starting to tingle. Just hang on to your lariat. Wonder what kind of a scene I'm getting into. And welcome to Behind the Panels, issue 122, the comic book show that thinks it's hosted by three wise men, but they're really just a trio of ho-ho-hos. <laughs> I'm Richard Sinterklaus Gray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm David Chris Kringle McVeigh. And I'm David St. Nicholas. Long ago. Hey. hey! Oh no, old man Winter. Oh. I should have said that. <laughs> Before we go to go to wait for the voices <laughs> of these pesky kids of yours. In this issue, we celebrate Christmas while DC cancels chunks of their books. Looks like Christmas came early, kids. Uh, all welcome the newish thirty-two. Also, Archie gets rebooted in two thousand and fifteen with the artist from Saga. We can't wait until Betty and Veronica visit Sextillion. Then <laughs> Grant Morrison's multiversity gets thunderous. Image gets into a rumble. Flash Gordon has a holiday in space and more in what we've been reading plus our kick-ass Christmas pick of the week Krampus by Brian Jones and Dean Cotts this is Behind the Panels Start the panels painful scene into the drunk road king beats on turn up the slip pile saints and sinners going wild loyal to our basis join the royal that's right, glory to the metal kings. <laughs> that was from, from the soundtrack of Battle of the Five Armies. <laughs> Absolutely. Saruman. <laughs> that was Saruman himself, or Count Dooku. Uh, hey, in his yeah. uh, in his medal phase. Every year, Christopher Lee, 91, 92-year-old Christopher Lee, releases a medal Christmas single. <laughs> Do, he is Christopher Lee is 91, 92. He is more metal than you will ever be. And I'm the not pointing is, at you the specifically. The man is a legend, the, let's face it. He, yeah. he actually said in a recent quote uh, that if he stopped doing stuff, it, he would, it would all be over. So he just keeps doing stuff. Right, and, and bless him for <laughs> it. Glory to the metal king. That's what we say. <laughs> Boys, it's almost Christmas. This yeah. is our last proper show for the year. This I is our know. last pick of the week, pick showy thing. In some ways, it's kind of sad. <laughs> In other ways, it's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> it means there's a holiday coming. Uh, <laughs> see, what we're doing behind the scenes, pulling back the curtain slightly, we're recording two shows tonight. Looking under the kimono, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> As we often do <laughs> behind the panels. Uh, we, we're recording two shows back to back. We're recording uh, this one, our Christmas special, which the, is a regular show. The first show. half of this one, then the first half of the next one. Then, yeah, then and then back. we're going. It's, it's very confusing. Yeah. But it's all timey wimey, wibbly it, it, wobbly. <laughs> you won't notice it in post. Dave's on a couch in another room right now, so it's a bit, it's a bit difficult. <laughs> the climate change. And I'm in Rio de Janeiro. It's, 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 a, it's a weird, weird thing. Uh, so we're recording this. This is a regular show, and because we haven't actually done this in its proper form for a while, uh, I'm going to take us in the Wayback Machine because I've got it fixed just in time for Christmas. Oh, fantastic. i got all the requisite parts I needed from the North Pole. So I'm hitting up the Wayback Machine. So here we go. Her name is Beth. She's been this way all day. Oh, my. 
tears on the day before Christmas? Would you like to tell me what's wrong, Beth? Oh, it's Wonder Woman. I'd like to help you, if you'll let me. Nobody can help. Maybe Santa can. If it's something you want, I'll tell him, and maybe he'll bring it to you. Santa Claus isn't coming tonight. Of course he is. I saw him downstairs. That's only a make-believe Santa Claus. The real Santa Claus isn't coming. I know he isn't. Merry Christmas, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, it's obviously it's a very Christmas-themed episode. The other show that we will be recording tonight, you'll hear it next week. So for you, we, we will be here in your ears next week, but we're actually taking a couple of weeks off. We will be recording our award show. So it's our best of the year. So this is our Christmas episode. We've got the best of the year episode coming next week. But before we get into that, it's time for what we've been reading, or maybe not reading, <laughs> this week. Where? Looks like we got ourselves a reader. Read between the lines, bitch. The Multiversity came out this week, the latest issue of The Multiversity, uh, which is nominated in our Best of 2014 awards next week. Uh, the uh, This is Thunderworld, which, uh, if you haven't guessed from the title of that, is taking it from the whole Fawcett comics, Captain Marvel, or Shazam! If you prefer. I don't think I've got that on my, my soundboard anymore. Anyway, that's a shame. That is a shame. That was an oversight by you. It was an oversight by <laughs> me. Uh, the first of many mistakes I'll be making this evening. I apologise in advance because uh, I'm not drunk. <laughs> no, it's uh, just late at night. It's just late at night and I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to hell with you all. I, I'm glad that I'm getting two weeks off. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that sounded really bitter, didn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, I want to point God. out, for the kids at home and their blanket forts and their pillow forts. There just, is no Santa Claus. <laughs> no Santa Claus. <laughs> May God bless you, um, everyone. I just found out on air that there's no Santa Claus. So <laughs> anymore. Why are all these letters to Santa showing up at our doorstep? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've all got beards. Um, uh, the Multiversity Thunderworld is basically the, the, the Shazam book but, uh, done by Grant no, can Morrison. I just say, it's a good like, in, in my local mall, there is a Santa right now, and every day on the way to work, I'm just looking at that going, that's not Santa. <laughs> <laughs> like, do all these kids know yet or not? <laughs> I think you should point it out to them, each and every one of them, as they're sitting on Santa's lap. That should be your quest for this season, Dave. And see, tell me how that works out. Uh, the multi- I, I actually enjoyed Thunderworld. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I've, I've given up trying to review, though. It's actually really, really good because... Um, it's a good old-fashioned Captain Marvel And it's, it's got this great thing where Savannah is like... The Create His Own Day manages to... to Savannah Day. Savannah Day, which is an eighth day of the week and manages to force his... Rea- and manages to bring together all the Savannahs from all the reality into into one place. And it's, and it's, it's really great. And it's great. Billy that saves the day, not Shazam. Golly! Golly! Golly, Billy! <laughs> and it's, it's really good, like, old-school, wholesome, Shazam-y fun. Yeah, but it's got the, this kind the of... Lieutenant, the Lieutenant Marvels, what were they called? The, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They were with their little jetpacks on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a, it's a really good issue. Um, I, I really enjoyed that one. Some of the other DC stuff that came out this week, uh, Batman 37 came more, out. Yeah, more Joker. More Joker stuff. It's, it's good. Yeah, it it's is. It's real, real good. Uh, I'm actually more curious about this Batman run to see it played out and then actually read it in one grouping like 
Death of the Family. Yes. Because at the moment, it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, more Joker, more the torture, thing- more this, more that. I want to see it finished. I haven't, I haven't read the new one, but the last the last couple were great. The they only thing really that worries good. me is that I had a look ahead at the March solicitations and Endgame looks like it's going to be crossing open to other books. Yeah. So it's like, really, can't we just have a self-contained Batman story without it? Going into everything else. Well, to, be, to be fair, Death of the Family into everything. Yeah. So no, I was just saying, like every every single Batman arc has actually infiltrated every other book. Oh, okay. No, and it's, it's going like, a bit extreme. So yeah, years, Zero Year did it. Um, Death of the Family did it. Court of Owls did it. It's like we haven't had a single. Can't we just have a self-contained Batman event? No, mm. apparently not. Apparently because not. Batman is the one New Fifty Two title that actually sells. So. Or a DC event. Mm. Really, you know. Like I guess standalone. Yeah, it's called it. multiversity. Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. That's that <laughs> multiversity evil. is actually standing by itself for now, but yeah. I, I have a feeling it's going to tie into convergence as well because they kind of both end at the same time. Oh, it's sort of one begins at the same time, mm. the other one ends. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. I didn't read Justice League this I week. Did. Uh, cause I did. Because that's still the Amazovirus storyline. Yes, it is. It's, yeah. actually, it's actually an intriguing storyline because I, I'm actually really enjoying this run of Justice League at the moment. Uh, Amazovirus is still out there. They've actually found Patient Zero now uh, who... His powers, for those who haven't been keeping score, the Amazovirus is supposed to stop uh, metahumans, basically stripping them of their powers. The side effects that Lu- uh, that uh, Lex wasn't from, wasn't ready for was the fact that anybody who was normal, it wasn't supposed to affect at all, but instead it's giving them powers. And Patient Zero, they've just found, who whatever he's in contact with, he gets their powers. Mm-hmm. So when he meets Superman, he gets heat vision, he gets wings, he starts to fly, he gets more, he gets stronger. It's, uh, it's actually really interesting. And Watch Wonder Woman go toe to toe with him is actually quite fun. So. That's, actually, that's actually really cool. I, I, I want to. I've not read Justice League in a while, but I this is actually a really this. good arc yeah. because it is uh, Lex's entire plans of being a good guy are just unraveling before his eyes. I mean, it yeah, really, no. it is just everything is unraveling because this is kind of proving the monster that he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there's a great line in it actually where he's talking to his sister. And she says, why would you create something like this? And he said, because there are so many supervillains in the world and they are accountable for so many deaths and this is the way to stop them. And she goes, I've known you my entire life. I used to watch you lie to mom and you're lying right now. Ah. And he just goes, don't push it. And he walks <laughs> away and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah look, Jeff Johns is doing an amazing job yeah. on, on that run and I'm, I, 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 Justice League remains one of the... the it well, had, it's a it flagship. Had, it's it a flagship. had a lull yeah. there for a moment. It did right ju- just the, before this arc. Yeah, and yeah. it really right did, after Forever Evil and before this arc. Correct, I think, yeah. and it really did mm. lull down, and it's come back with a vengeance. So this is this is a really good arc to come back on. So. Look, it's not on the list here, but uh, Witches number three came out this week. Speaking of Scott Snyder, who's doing Batman, really enjoying that series because I mean this this is a series that's got Jock doing the art, mm. Matt Hollingsworth doing the colors. And it's just really great. It's a good book. Old this is, school this horror. Is, this is no. You know. This is no. Sorry to bring it up, but this is no wake. This is a really good book. Yeah. No. This is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> not not in our <clears throat> best of 2014. But also, <laughs> also, um, also also worth mentioning is though that his American Vampire work is still awesome. And yeah, apparently he's bringing that out. back too. Apparently yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to do Batman's, American. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. We were a bit hard on the wake, but we really do like him. Yeah, we really yeah. do like him, and he's got a novel coming out next year, which I'm really curious about. Yeah. He he wrote a novel a few years back, but this is I'm looking forward to this because one of the one of our issues with the wake was that he almost had a novel in there that he was trying to push into a graphic yeah, format. Yeah. So I want to see him in the long format prose. I'd uh, like to read his prose. We uh, we should do yeah. a uh, there's a comic he did a standalone called Severed, which is amazing. Yeah, like okay. amazing. It's, it's okay, so well, underrated. One another one for the uh, 2015 list, although I've just both gi- I've given you both <laughs> 1001 comics uh, to read before you die. 
uh, which we hope is not next year. And we're going to read uh, them all out. I don't, have, I don't have a tough time to read a thousand and one books. We're, we're going to read out every title starting now. And <laughs> just we're going to rip through this really quickly because we want to get on and do the pick and have a chat about a few things. And we're also because we're recording two shows tonight. Mm. Uh, we want to mention Rumble number one came out this week from Image, which is a really interesting book. Uh, this is uh, by, and I almost just pulled my headphones out of this socket. While well, while you're look looking that up, I was like, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed this book. Yeah, too. John Arcudi and James Harron are the co-creators on this. Uh, and Dave Stewart does the color art. And you know Dave Stewart's work from a bunch of things, including Hellboy. Um, it was, uh, I guess it's, it's, it's hard to explain exactly. It, it's, it's, I guess it starts with somebody working in, uh, it's a, it's a restaurant cafe. It's a, uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's a bar. bar. It's a bar. It's a bar. Yeah. And, and long story short, he sees this regular guy come in, have his arm lopped off by this sort of demo- demonic assassin, calls the police. Not, no, seems to be well, no evidence. He lops its head off first. Lops its head off. It seems to be no evidence of this whatsoever. And then... Uh, but he's left with the sword. He's left with the sword and these two monsters pursuing him who want the sword back but don't really want to do him harm. So I kind of suspect that they're going to be working kind of alongside Until him. Until the last panel. Panel, yeah. yeah. And this other thing turns yeah. up. And now, it's kind what of, was interesting yeah. about this book was I read it and it left no impression of me whatsoever. And then mm. as soon as, before we started the show, I was just going through the titles and I went, okay, better refresh my memory on that. As soon as I flicked back the page, I went, oh, that one. Yeah, it was you fun. Know? And it was. It was, it was actually a, a fun, fun book. I quite liked it when I read it. So Yeah, it'd be interesting. I think I think it's just going to be... It was a little bit like Chinese food, though. You eat it and it's gone, <laughs> you know? it's it's Yeah, it does. It, it didn't... I think you're right. It didn't leave a lasting impression on me. But so I remembered that, it as soon as I saw so much it. So. Maybe because the name is so generic or something. Mm. I just didn't, it didn't, didn't stick with me. But it's definitely one I want to check the out. The demonic next book is always fun, though. Yeah, I want to check out the next mm. issue next next year. Yeah. Um, uh, the other one that came out was uh, really interesting was Mono from Titan. Titan's not a ti- uh, publisher that we often look at. Um, and it was weird because it's this kind of half ape, half man, sort of Jekyll Hyde thing. Through throughout the ages, it's a little bit abstract. I was hard. I was. I found it hard to kind of work out exactly what was going on in there. Uh, but it was an interesting kind of thing, nonetheless. Mm. And I don't know if it's something. It's by Ben um, Wollstenholme and Liam Sharp. I'm not quite sure if I'll come back to it next month. Uh, but the art's beautiful. The art's really okay. beautiful. Um, also, quickly mentioned because it is our Christmas special, there was a Flash Gordon holiday special out this week, um, and it and it was, I think I would have gotten more out of it if I'd known more of the Flash Gordon lore, or or if you'd read it uh, seventy years ago, or if I'd read it seventy years ago. Yeah. There's some fun stuff in there, like they find a parallel planet that's basically celebrating Christmas uh, based on this fictional character of Jungle Jim. Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, Jungle Jim's kind of become their kind of Santa Claus like character. Who's Flash Gordon's license held by now? Is this is this, this dynamite? Is dynamite? It is yeah. dynamite. Yeah, okay. Yeah, dynamite. Dynamite. Now, believe it or not, by the time this episode drops, uh, it'll be almost Christmas, if not Christmas already. And uh, there is a lot of stuff coming out on Christmas Eve, uh, which we won't cover at all. But these are books that you should. Um, unless there's something that really stands out in it that we need well, to cover. There's a couple of titles back. in there that we'll come back to. Uh, there is a book called Herald, Lovecraft and Tesla, uh, coming out from Action yeah. Lab. Uh, awesome. Boom <laughs> Studios has got a Boombox 2014 mixtape, which looks kind of cool. Uh, he Man and the Eternity Wars coming out. <laughs> Harley Quinn's got a 13th issue. We'll be coming back to that. Uh, Superman 37, which is the uh, Ramita. Uh, um, we will be coming back to that because that's John actually Trump. got a very interesting arc going at the moment. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the Garbage Pal Kids? Nope. Is a Garbage Pail Kids comic? <laughs> yeah, that was created book- by. Um, wasn't it created by the guy who did Mouse? It is. Yeah. No. Was it? 
No, it's created by someone. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll look that up. Obviously, it's I'm by sure someone. it's created by someone. someone. No, but it's someone of note. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. No, uh, Image has got a really interesting book coming out called Graveyard Shift, and they've also got another one called They're Not Like Us. I'm checking those out for Newsarama this week. So curious to see what they're like. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, the All New X Men annuals out. I'd help if I'd actually read any of the All New X Men up until this point. Uh, there's also. Um, Daredevil number 11. Avengers and X-Men yep, Axis Sorry, guys, just up. to interrupt you. The Garbage Pail Kids, yes, it was. Art Spiegelman created them. Wow. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's I did not know that. Um, so, uh, I'm just curious here. You've got Superior Spider-Man number 11? Oh, that's, that's meant to be number three. I don't know okay. where I got 11 from. <laughs> I, 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 I say, did we time ahead. jump there? Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> uh, I should say Avengers and the X-Men Axis Yay! number nine finishes next week. So I might actually have to read all of those. Mm. Uh, They're Grim- not bad, guys. Now, here's one of the yeah, longest titles of the year, Contender. Grim Fairy Tales presents the Jungle Book Fall of the Wild <laughs> number one. This is from Xenoscope and from Mark L. Miller, who you might remember did Pirouette. Yes. Um, which we really love. So and I'm it's interesting, we haven't out. really ever covered anything by Xenoscope because, I mean, they're exclusively grim fairy tales pretty yeah. much. But I happened to read last week, I was reading some of their Robin Hood series, which is the female Robin Hood yeah. um, kind of reworking into the modern Green Arrow modern with Pretty much. Mm. Um, it's actually not a bad book. I was quite enjoying it. So. Some of this stuff's good. Okay, yeah. let's make a concerted effort to check some I think out we might have year. to. Xenoscope is everywhere. I think we may need to have to have a look at some of this. Some of their Wonderland stuff, maybe, or I don't know. They've got a bunch of stuff. So. Actually, yeah, yeah. Some of the Wonderland. So I read some of that. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. So, I mean, it's very exploitive. It's really just an excuse to have lots of scantily clad women, mm. but there might be some stuff there. So. You know, David, so much news is actually, it's towards the end of the year, but so much news has happened this week. So I think we really just have to delve into the news headlines. Marvel will launch the all-new Hawkeye from Jeff Lemire and Ramon Perez in March 2015. Other new titles that that month include Mark Wade and Terry Dodson's Princess Leia, Chip Zdarsky's Howard the Duck, and Disney's Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. March will see the final issues for 13 of DC's long-running titles in the lead-up to Convergence. Okay, here we go. Deep breath. Earth 2, Aquaman and the Others, Infinity Man and the Forever People, Clarion, Secret Origin, Star-Spangled War Stories, Trinity and Sin, World's Finest, Arkham Manor. Oh, what a shame. Green Lantern Corps, Green Lantern, New Guardians, Red Lanterns, and Swamp Thing will all come to a close. Their three weekly series will also reach a conclusion. Image Comics is set to drop some large titles in March. Led by uh, Chrononauts from Mark Millar, Sean Gordon Murphy, and Matt Hollingsworth. Wow. Uh, the month will also debut Jeff Lemire and Dustin Neon's Descender and Becky Cloonan's Southern Cross. Now here's one for you kids. The long-running Archie will reboot in 2015 with writer Mark Wade and artist Fiona Staples. Say what? <laughs> it will be part of the 75th anniversary celebration. Archie and Veronica blush. Marvel will remaster and reprint the original 1977 Star Wars adaptations in May 2015 from classic writer Roy Thomas and then up-and-coming artist Howard Chaikin. The Walking Dead spin-off will reportedly be set in Los Angeles, giving a different perspective on the zombie apocalypse. Former The Tomorrow People and Mad Men star Peyton List will join the cast of CW's The Flash as Lisa Snart, the sister of Captain Cold. And finally, legendary Mad Magazine and EC Comics Illustrator, movie poster and comic book artist Jack Davis announced that he's retiring this week at the age of 90. Some of his notable comics work includes Tales from the Crypt, Two-Fisted Tales and Mad, along with his movie posters for some of my favourite films, Woody Allen's Bananas, American Graffiti and 
the amazing The Long Goodbye. Mm. Uh, he's definitely earned a little break at the age of mm. And I loved in his, in his interview when he was talking about uh, retiring, he said, oh, look, you know, I'm just not as good as I used to be, so I think I'm just going to take a break and I'm just going to sit on the porch and maybe go do some fishing. <laughs> he's earned it. He's earned it, he's yeah. Earned it. He's, he's got this great <laughs> attitude. I love the guy. And it was funny because I did a, a, a series of Christmas covers for the site at behindthepanels.net and – um, one of his came up and I just happened to be reading about his career the day before he made the announcement that he was retiring and he's done some amazing stuff. You'll recognise his, his stuff, not from just from Mad Magazine covers, but, you know, TV guide art mm, and all that. Mm. He did these caricatures with, like, uh, with really realistic sort of heads, caricature heads and really thin legs and stuff. You'll recognise his style instantly when you see it. Jack Davis. Now, talking point stuff. There's two big stories I definitely want to talk a little bit more about. One of them is the fact that DC's cancelling... Almost everything. Uh, what I think is very interesting about that list is they've cancelled every Green Lantern book except Green Lantern. Yes. So the Green Lantern universe just shrunk mm. considerably. Probably should. Can I ask, what is Clarion? <coughs> Clarion the Witch Boy. It only just uh, started. It only just started, but the character <laughs> was introduced by... Uh, if he wasn't introduced by Grant Morrison, he was made famous again by Grant Morrison mm. around the Final Crisis or possibly Seven Soldiers mm. stuff. So he, yeah, he's he's... And Trinity is sin. I'm so amazed. It only just started. <laughs> Trinity of Sin only just started. Well, you guys Arkham remember Trini- Trinity of Sin? How crazy that was. The Trinity, the Trinity War. War yeah, and we're all yeah. like, oh man, this is going to be so big. And then it, it, it culminated yeah. in Forever Evil. Yeah. Which was a good series, but it just didn't thought, go where we thought, thought it was going to go. The Trinity War series was amazing. Like, Trinity, I really no, liked Trinity that. War was fantastic yeah. up until the last panel. Yeah, we like, okay. and then Forever That's Evil wasn't was bad, about. but then they had to spin it out into everything. Well, the main, else. the main Forever Evil the main series Forever Evil was, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. we were like Let's Pandora. She's shown up in a panel in every issue of the Fifty Two, and she, then went she's nowhere. Such, such a build up to nothing. Yeah, and it seems as though Convergence is going to be the reboot that we've been expecting for the last four years. I just thought it would come sooner than this. I thought so. it would come sooner than this. and you know, It's going to be another crisis, do you think? I think it's been another crisis because we've got Convergence, we've got Multiversity ending around that time, and we've got them cancelling half of their books. I suspect that they'll either come back as part of a reboot, uh, like the Green Lantern books will certainly... Because some of those books uh, are new ones, like everything in that list up until Arkham Manor, a new books, but Green oh, Lantern no, Corps... Earth 2 isn't new. Sorry? Earth 2 wasn't new. No, no, but it's not from there from the beginning. Earth 2 came, yeah, came later. later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, so is but Green Swamp, La- Swamp thing? The, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Green Lantern Corps... New Guardians, no. Yeah, Lantern Corps, New Guardians, Red Lanterns and Swamp Thing have all they been there from the beginning. Yeah. They're all being cancelled mm-hmm. issue 40. Mm. So they've all been there I since the beginning. I know Aquaman's staying around, but Aquaman and the others is being cancelled. Yeah, I don't know why they spanned it off into another book. I don't know why it ever happened you know. anyway. Uh, so that's Infinity really Man of the Forever People I never read anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, I suspect all this stuff is going to like come middle of next, come September next year, we're going to be looking at a very different DC oh, landscape. Look, another mm. war book got cancelled. <laughs> I know, that's like the fourth war book. Why do book. they keep trying? Do they, do they have a contractual there's, obligation to There's do clearly it somebody or? on DC editorial who just wants to have a war book. That, well, to be fair though, Star Spangled War Stories Boys like actually, war stories. Star Spangled yeah. War Stories was actually pretty good. That was one with the zombie yeah. one. Yeah. I guess they're kind of important to the, the DC brand, I guess. Well, Sergeant Rock and everything. Yeah, exactly. But it, all, yeah. It's, it just shows you how passe it all is now that they can't get an audience. Mm. Nobody wants to see it. Move okay. On. Let's talk about the other story on there that caught our attention, which is <laughs> Marvel Arch- announces 13 new titles. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, look, Archie, apart from the fact that Jeff Lemire is doing Hawkeye, so he's going from one Archer to the other, um, Archie is probably one of the longest running books in existence since since DC did New 52 stuff. 
Um, it's probably got the, the longest running number sequence on there. But they're rebooting. This is the main. This is not like one of those spin off like Life, Life with, with Archie, Archie yeah, or yeah. Afterlife with Archie or any of those sorts of things. This is the main Archie book. So it'll be the main book that Archie Comics puts out. They're rebooting it completely next year with Mark Wade currently writing Daredevil. Oh, wait, Fiona- this will be like rebooting uh, the, the detective stories. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Fiona Staples doing the art. Currently on Saga. So you have two, our favorite, one of our favorite writers from one of our favorite books, one of our favorite artists from one of our favorite books, working on something that's always kind of intrigued us around the edges. My question is this, and I don't know if we'll have an answer to this until much closer to the time, but Archie has a particular look. No, going completely. I was about to say, Staples can't do that look. That's not her, no, not her if, style. No, if, if, you, if you look some of this stuff up online, and I'll see if I can just bring it up in front of us while we're talking. Um, it's uh, it's actually gonna it look it's look it's a completely different style. And oh, have, they, have they actually got work that um the Fiona Staples has done? Is that actually available to see? Oh, I want to see this. Oh wow, yeah, this is exciting. Yeah, this is um, here we go. And I'll see if I can bring it up now. I'm just looking it up on Comic Book Resources. There's a new Archie number one on the way. Oh, look at that. Okay. You can see, and it's definitely Fiona Staples style. Oh yeah, yeah. That you will see from. That looks like Saga. Yeah. That looks like Saga. And Archie. <laughs> and, oh, and dude, I'm in. If this the book is looks I'm like totally that, in. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. Wade is a great writer. He's never let me down. And that art looks fantastic. Yeah. So you, in in the artwork, you basically got Archie. Except uh, Archie looks cool, and he was always supposed to look like a bit of a dork. Yeah. Yeah. You know, anyway. So it's Archie, Betty, and Jughead um, all hanging out in Riverdale, and uh, so that's and it's great, and and I and I really love it, and I'm excited about it. the thing is Archie has been doing some amazing stuff for the last few years, not just for you know the LGBT stories, but they've also been doing stuff like Afterlife with Archie. Afterlife stuff with Archie is amazing. Is, is amazing. We we will have to cover that next year, and um, we could do the first arc now, definitely. Yeah. And Sabrina. And uh, so, well, the first issue of Sabrina was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So all all that stuff is just blowing me away. So. I think these. I think guys, Archie's growing up. I think Archie's growing up, and I think that uh, it, it is possibly the fourth big publisher at the moment. Because let's let we forget they've also got a whole bunch of great licenses like Sonic and. We, we, all those we sorts shouldn't of actually forget that Archie Books, the actual company, is a player. It's not a small company at all. No, because no, I mean just just I mean that's the main Archie Books. We've got a whole lot of licenses mm. as well, and I think they're making they're looking at making an Archie TV series. Uh, a live action series, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And there's also all the people that they've had involved. They've had Glee writers on Archie. They've got Lena Dunham coming in to write Archie. All those sorts of things. So, um, yeah, they're definitely power players at the moment. Um, but <laughs> it is our Christmas episode, so I think it's time for the pick of the week. Well, see how you like this. What is it, Batman? Whatever it is, it's it's awfully funny. <laughs> It's the pick of the week. In the final days of the 17th century, Santa Claus, the first Santa, found himself overwhelmed by children desiring gifts on the eve before Christmas. A review of these children revealed a significant portion undeserving of gifts, due to behavior later coined antisocial. In an effort to cull these undesirables from the annual ceremonies, Santa Claus turned to forbidden, darker magics and brought forth a creature born of the shadows. That creature was the Krampus. But as the years passed and attitudes changed, the decision was made to do away with the punishment component of the holiday. The Krampus, however, refused to change. 
Finally, in the 1950s, the Krampus was captured by Santa Claus and detained in a special prison at the North Pole. He remains there until this day, never to set cloven foot among humankind again. Unless, of course, something changes. What a wonderful voice. What a, what a lovely speaking voice you have. <laughs> what a lovely singing voice What's you must the, have. the Dark Knight, isn't it? What a lovely speaking voice. <laughs> uh, also, see Ghostbusters. What a lovely singing voice you must have. Uh, are we feeling Christmassy, people? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to jingle your respective bells. Uh, we, we chose to do something a little bit different this year for Christmas. We've had, in, in the past, we did Batman Noel. We did The Last Christmas, which we didn't have a lot of luck with. We did Father Christmas, which we loved. That was last year. That was the uh, Raymond Briggs book, who also did things like uh, When the Wind Blows, which Ooh. we were just talking about before the show, actually. It's in this and book. So this week, uh, we thought we did Krampus, which Krampus is a book that sort of came to my attention a little while ago, but then there was talk Kevin Smith was going to do a movie based on Krampus, so I started hearing about it more, and Krampus is a very old concept. He is um, one of the ancient concepts of, mm. of Christmas kind of things, a European notion of a Christmas creature who, yes, who, as you said and heard in the introduction, is a bit more about, more about punishment, naughty kids, the than naughty kids, the naughty yes. kids on the naughty list. Um, but uh, <laughs> and but this this is an interesting one, and this is the kind of story I like, where it's kind of saying that there is this secret society of Santas across the world, <laughs> and it isn't just one Santa that's covering the whole world in one night. There's a whole bunch of different Santas. What I love is the fact that <clears throat> every country's interpretation of Santa is actually a real Santa. Yes, I, I love that. I love that. I think that is a, a wonderful idea where the Germans have their Santa Claus and the the the, the uh, Japanese have and their got, Santa Claus. You got Santa Claus who's like I was the original Santa Claus, yeah. as you know. Like we know, we know. Um, and and basically, the, the basic story is that in this that the the bones of you know the original Santa that gives them power, Saint Nicholas, Saint Nicholas that gives them power have been stolen. And so all the Santas have lost their power um, and the elves have lost their power. And the, and the reindeers can't fly. And the reindeer can't fly. So <laughs> they have to... It just through the glass <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> Great sequence there. And then so they have to draw upon this, this one creature they've kept locked up for years. It's the Krampus. And... Uh, and he's, and he's he's built up as this horrible nasty guy. He's really not that bad a guy, <laughs> as it turns out. <laughs> he's and Hellboy. He's Hellboy. He really is. Yeah. He's basically And he's Hellboy. got a broken Hogan's hero way of speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you do with the things. The Santa Claus want to power. Uh, but it's, and, it's, and it's a lot of fun. It is basically this, it's a romp. It's an, sort yeah. of an investigative romp. It's, where a, it's a police procedural with is. a monster. <laughs> it really it is. It really is like... It's not like the Hellboy comic, but it's like the Hellboy movie. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And yeah. and this this book was only actually released early. It started to be released early this year. Uh, like I think it started coming out in January, February this year in singles, in the five single issues. And it's only just been collected in trade this last week Yeah, gone, it's in stores everywhere now. Just, just in time for Christmas. Mm. Uh, that's right. Christmas is this week. It Merry is. Christmas, Merry everyone. Christmas. I don't know. Um, hey, we're doing a Christmas book. Funny that. <laughs> That's why Did all we these plan lights that? are here. That was a good coincidence. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's almost like we planned this show. <laughs> almost. Uh, but yeah, look, I mean, I, I really enjoyed this because I think it had, it, it never for a second takes itself too seriously. No. Which, which I think was the problem when we did something like Last Christmas, which was meant to be a Christmas parody. 
It, took it just it, wasn't funny. It wasn't no. funny. And this has got such a great sense of humor. I love the it. fact mm. that Jack Frost is off in a bizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with like a perpetual party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like with the Krampus walking through the nightclub in a bizza. He's like, this is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> just point of fact, kids. I think you'll find it's Ibiza. Uh, I uh, point of fact, I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> None of us are ever going, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Party in Ibiza! But uh, I mean, I, lo- I love, uh, yeah, like I just love the the as you say. I think one of, one of the things that appeals to me most about this kind of story is, as you say, every every Santa Claus is represented from around mm. the world, and I really like those stories where they try to incorporate like historical and it's like a political party. They're myth. all infighting up on yeah. the North Pole. I think it's classic. Where they try to incorporate all those myths <laughs> at once, and it's kind of it's almost. And this is going to sound a little bit wanky, but it's almost sounds a little bit like that 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 Grant Morrison idea of all the Batman exist at the same time simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, what if every Superman story was actually true, and they all were part of a society that just existed behind the scenes? Well, it's cool because you use that music in um your intro from like uh, the Nightmare Before, Before Christmas, Christmas, which is a similar similar mm. kind of thing too. And it's actually got that kind of nightmare before Christmas uh, sense of humor to it, mm. where where they kind of they're aware that they're a seasonal thing, mm. and and I love it because everything's got kind of a seasonal flavor throughout it. So they introduce at one point like one of the gunslingers that comes in is Doc Holiday, <laughs> simply because his, his name, name is Holiday. I love the fact he goes, but it was misspelled. Spelled, yeah. <laughs> So he actually he only comes into it technically and on a technicality. And his singing horse. Let's not forget <laughs> oh. the singing horse, which actually sings the Friday song. It sings the Friday sing, sings "Call Me Maybe." I think at one point because it's it's on a it's on a uh, it's on a popular song trip at that point, you know. And it's great. It's just got all these little things, and there's a, it's right the things like that. The, the, the Doc Holiday with the singing horse. These little surrealist moments mm. that almost make it feel like a Jeff Darrow book at different points, mm. and make it feel like. Uh, like it's just it's just gone into this completely. I just love uh, uh, what's his face is. Uh, God, it's uh, I've forgotten his name already. Uh, Brian Jones is or Joins. His, his name is spelled J O I N E S. So I'm going to pronounce it Joins. Uh, Brian Jones's sense of humour because uh, yeah. it's 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 a it's so funny. It is, yeah. and it and because it could be it could have been a really heavy handed serious like you know I I've it was researched like the all this stupidest stuff. book I've read in ages, but. I mean that in the best way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was just so stupid. It's funny. It's a stupid book that's actually it, quite smart. Yeah, that's it actually, exactly right. Like it, it has to be smart. To, and this is like we, yeah. we 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 were having a go before at some of uh, at another book uh, that we that we slagged earlier in the year. And one of our problems with we we have with writing that that kind of like has done a lot of research. And then they feel the need to show all that research yes, on page. Yes, yes, yes. This is a book that clearly knows a lot about Santa myths. But it doesn't feel the need to hit you over the head every five minutes mm-hmm. going, you know, in 1652, the Santa Claus method. And they just kind of throw in, like, they will make references to Santa Claus that I've never heard of and never explain it. No. And mm-hmm. What I do love, though, is the fact that every issue has a little key at the back which actually names all the Santa Clauses. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you're keeping score. Yeah, yeah. The, the previously on pages are just rhyme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so actually, that, that little introduction I did at the start was actually just taken straight from issue one's uh, little preamble. But then you'll get uh, like an issue two. They'll just do a little rhyming verse thing uh, to start the issue off. Something along the lines of, uh, "Twas the first, and this is like looking back at what happened in the first issue. It was like, "Twas the first issue of Krampus and all through the book, the Secret Society of Santas was shook. And it goes <laughs> on like that. Uh, and, I, and I really love that. I really love that, that. And that's kind of how it starts every issue. So you kind of get a sense going into every issue what kind of sense of humour you're getting into here. And I And I... 
I just I don't know. It's and the artwork is fantastic too because it's <laughs> kind of got this little dark edge to it. Mm. And uh, well, let's face it, he managed to make sugar plum fairies look evil, <laughs> but, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> it, it, and the Krampus himself is kind of <laughs> the you're Krampus right. just looks funny looking he's, at him. <laughs> he, you're right. He's a green Hellboy. Yeah, <laughs> he really, really is. He's kind of he's got the. He's got the big cheesy grin and, and the big square that he, jaw. That he's actually strapped for most of the book yeah, with a naughty with a candy, bomb. With a candy cane colored naughty, naughty bomb. bomb. Yes, yeah, the, the, the way that the Santas decide to keep him in check <laughs> yeah. is to create. If, if he ever gets a, they've sent him out on a dangerous mission, but strapped a bomb to his chest. That like whenever he gets into a, like yeah, battle royale. it's exactly yeah, yeah. that. If he gets yeah. into a situation where he's. Uh, too aggressive <laughs> or frightening somebody, and this bomb will arm itself. He goes, no, 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 no. I ain't good. I ain't good. I ain't good. <laughs> Back off. Uh, until they work out this plot towards the end involving glyphs and all sorts of things. It's actually, it's actually, it's, it's actually clever. quite clever the it's way clever. It, it builds to it because it somehow it managed to, despite this like really silly premise on top of it, it managed to kind of sucker me in at every step and kind of I needed to read the next issue. I want to know mm. what happens next. I want to mm. know. You know, who is like... Is I actually it- read it in a night because I actually started yeah. reading it. And I read the first issue and I went, well, that was really silly. <laughs> and then I read the second issue and I went, yeah, it's really silly still, but I need to know what happened. Yeah. yeah. And then I read the next yeah. issue and I was like, all right, I'm kind of into this. No, now. Right. <laughs> if it's not Old Man yeah. Winter, who is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah. this mystery? No, when, I, when, I, when I first saw the cover, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then a few pages in, it's just ridiculous. You're just like, Richard! That's how Richard was yeah, when I recommended yeah. the, the last Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I hadn't read. It was just a Christmas book. I was like, oh, I watched when you recommended Nancy <laughs> and Hell. And like, I was uh, like, then I got three yeah. wishes in. I'm like, oh, no, no. This but is it, my it all book. starts, <laughs> and you, you know you're going to love it because it just starts with, like, well, we, the bones of St. Nicholas are stolen <laughs> and they power us all. <laughs> and, then and, then, like, and then the reindeer falls from the roof. It's like, oh, no, we can't let the Krampus. Oh, can, we? Oh, can you imagine like, that in a, a film, in a Christmas film? Unless I forget all the elves <laughs> turning into basically hooligans, you know? Yeah, just because they've got no power, so they just forget how to make toys and just run amok. Amok, 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 um, But I just channeled Hocus Pocus. <laughs> how was that? Um, but yeah, now look, this is, like as far as Christmas books go, like the, the thing you want from a Christmas book is is something that kind of, is a little bit different because we've seen the Santa story. We've seen, you know, little girl who's lost faith in Christmas. You we've know, seen Tim Miracle Allen. on exactly Tim Allen. We've seen Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street a million times. We've seen all those kind of things. But it should also have a little bit of heart and it should also touch have, you. Have a little bit of heart, just and like touch Tim you. Allen. Exactly, yeah. just like 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 the Santa Claus. It should yeah. Yeah. it should, yeah. should unexpectedly touch you a little bit like Bill Cosby. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Bit of eggnog. Bit of eggnog. <laughs> and those of you at home have been waiting hey. just to make our first Bill Cosby joke. Richard, Richard, you look a bit sick. You should drink this. <laughs> Don't unexpectedly put things in me, David. Uh, but because uh, it's wanna Christmas. You want to be famous, don't you? <laughs> Anybody want some eggnog? Um, but uh, yeah, but that's the thing about it. It's kind of it's got this. It's it's got a sinister edge to it, but it's well, like Bill Cosby, but it's family friendly. Uh, <laughs> like Bill Cosby. Like, for years, Santa Claus has been beloved by people across the world, and suddenly there's a sinister edge to it. Uh, but no, but the the Krampus is one of those characters like Hellboy. As you, I think Hellboy's an amazing, Paul Dave. Thank oh, you for that because well, no, I think thanks, that's yeah. a uh, that's a great analogy. It, it is a really great analogy because he is someone who seems scary and should be like the toughest MF on the planet, mm. but he's actually a sweetheart at the end of the day. And you get this arc where by the end of it, you kind of, 
get to the end of this really messed up story where elves are hooligans, where there's there's death and destruction and, and, the sugar and joy bomb fairies and are sugar horrible. bomb fairies are horrible. <laughs> and you get to the end of it and you kind of think, yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I like Christmas. <laughs> and and in fact, we we celebrated Christmas early tonight we here did. in the studio. So. Uh, I, I look. It's not a book that we need to go terribly deep with. No, and it's and, no, uh, it's no comics one hundred and one. No, but it is a lot of fun. And if you're for a good Christmas read, head down to your local comic yeah. book store and pick it up. It's a, it, This is a book that you can. This is a book you can just sit and have a little chuckle with in the yeah. corner. It's very, very funny, actually. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. And it, part of a lot of that humor comes from, as I say, his broken Hogan's hero yeah, type, yeah, type yeah. accent, which is written beautifully. And the so. one-liners in it are great. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one from Cobra that you used to play? Uh, Crime is a Disease. And I'm the Cure. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of that in it. Yeah, it feels, it feels like it could have been a canon film. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine this? It, I mean, obviously, you know, you'd have Someone Chuck Norris slip, in there yeah, as the Krampus, yeah. but... Uh, <laughs> Someone should slip this to Guillermo del Toro. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not aware of it already. Yeah. But, but shit, Kevin Smith was apparently making it. I don't well, there think was actually two... Their Krampus one is supposedly a lot... Like, yeah, it it's is. Not it's like it's based on the same legend, but it's a different mm. story. But apparently there is another Krampus film in the works. I wonder what mm. that's based on. Mm. Because there is another one that's from one of the legitimate studios is actually working on a Krampus film as well. So okay. um, I'd be curious to see if that actually so, ever sees the light So I don't know if it's going to be this, because the Krampus myth is quite old. It is a very and, old myth. And uh, let's face it, if they just go back to the myth, they don't have to pay rights. Sinterklaas. That's true. Hmm. Sinterklaas. Yeah, let's, make, let's make the first Sinterklaas movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a bunch say. of Santa Claus yeah. movies. It's interesting because there was Santa Claus the movie. In 85. Oh, with Dudley Moore. With Dudley Moore. And John Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> that, and I remember as a kid watching that, thinking it was, you know, the And Mars. who was that produced by? Alexander Salkin. It was a Salkin film. <laughs> Santa Claus, the movie. <laughs> they, they basically just used Superman uh, graphics and then just pasted yeah, pretty much. Uh, Santa Claus over the top of it. I thought it was amazing when I watched it as a kid. When I saw it as a kid, I thought it was pretty fun. You wouldn't um, have seen it as a kid. I was you? a teenager. You would have been a teenager. Yeah, I was yeah. in high school. But I thought it was fun. Yeah, I would have been about six or seven when it, it came was out. in the same era as Supergirl. So this was not the highlight of the summer. Which I also ever. thought was thought, 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 also thought. also thought was amazing when it came out because I was of age and Helen Slater was was a beautiful lady. Well, she was yes, mm. not not as beautiful as John Lithgow. <laughs> or in, Dudley Moore. Or Dudley Moore. Get out, Harry. Go. Go back. We don't love you anymore. <laughs> Has, David, were you quoting something there, David, or are you just, or are you just having Tourette? Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> there was some some deep seated childhood a, Christmas memory that's, just that's came a, out. <laughs> we don't want you yeah, anymore. It was a deep seated childhood memory. It was Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> if you've got, if you've got it, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the thing I remember most about that movie, apart from Harry himself. Was that those those that fantastic wood panelled uh, station wagon that they had? Very much like the Griswolds. <laughs> the Griswolds, yeah. yeah. That was like in Saint Vincent. We just we watched saw, Saint Vincent yeah. this afternoon, which had a, uh, a wood panelled, uh, but but a convertible version of the thing. <laughs> what I want you to do for everybody out there who hasn't seen Harry and the Hendersons, or if you have, watch it again. Mm. What I always thought was really fun was Kevin Peter Hall, who was mm-hmm. a very, very tall man, the predator. Uh, played the Predator as mm-hmm. well. And if you oh, actually yeah. watch Harry and the Hendersons, Harry actually has moves that look exactly <laughs> like the Predators. He does the same stances. He's in there and go, yeah, you can see it's the same guy. <laughs> Which reminds me of that great John Lithgow line from Harry and the Hendersons. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't have time to bleed. <laughs> that it one. was a weird movie. I remember watching because I remember being in Hong Kong. I'd seen Harry and the Hendersons here in Australia and then we I went on a family trip to Hong Kong and it was one of the movies that was playing on repeat in the hotel room and I must have watched it like four times <laughs> just over and over again on this trip there. And also, remember a movie called April Fool's? I remember April no. Fool's. Yeah, it was it was a horror movie. April Fool's it? Day, I think. April Fool's Day, yeah. rather. With uh, Deborah Foreman. Yes. Do, do you yeah. remember a movie called Ed with Matt LeBlanc? Yes, Where, yeah, he's yeah. the chimpanzee. Yeah, yeah they play yeah. baseball. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was that. I was reading the other day that that's that's actually a child <laughs> actor with a, with a mask. So if you, a, it's not a real chip. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> if you've got any movies that you remember <laughs> <laughs> at home, any movies not at all, even Christmas movies. You know, I I do this. Just talking do, about so, movies. <laughs> feedback at behind the panels. Uh, I I occasionally do this slot on ABC Radio, and we we like we always have a theme in film. And it's it's kind of like like we just last time we did coming of age films, and I can't remember it was one of the early ones that I did, and someone phoned in. Let's just say it was coming of age for the sake of the story, and someone phoned in saying, "Ah, oh, I saw I saw this movie, blah 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 blah," and the host was like, "And and 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 that was a coming of age film in what way?" And she goes, "No, it wasn't. It was just a good film, just a good film." You know what other film I liked? I liked um, I can't remember which. Oh, that's right. I liked that Kill Bill. <laughs> I like that film, but it had and me you know, and my it had a lot of the old it had a lot of the old martyrs. it had a lot of the old hiya in it. <laughs> but I don't like that bit at the end where she got her head chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what happens when you do live radio. Yeah. yeah. So look, we've reminisced so All much about today. Scrooged. I love Scrooge. Scrooge is a great. That's if we're gonna do Christmas, Christmas movies, movie. uh, Scrooge is a great. I, like, I enjoy Scrooge. Mm. Um, I hard. Die Hard's a Lethal great Christmas movie. Lethal oh, Weapon, yeah. Batman Returns, anything Batman by Returns. anything by Shane Black, <laughs> uh, Batman Returns, which we played a clip Iron of at the top. Iron Gremlins, Man 3. Gremlins is Gremlins a great is movie. A good pull, man. The Sure Thing, The Sure Ooh. Thing, mm. my favorite Christmas movie of all time, and I watch it every year. It's a Wonderful Life. Well, my my, I watch that every year, but I also watch uh, a Christmas Story. Mm. Christmas Ralphie. Story. Uh, also, Green the Santa Claus. We watch yeah. the Santa Claus every year without fail. And quite frankly, Ron Howard's The Grinch. I love. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that movie too. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sorry for the Americans. The Grinch You Stole Christmas. Christmas. Yes. In Australia, they shortened the title to The Grinch. The Grinch. Because mm. <laughs> we were worried about stealing at Christmas. The Grinch. Well, we Grinch. The Grinch. <laughs> David, I think it's time because uh, we had a visit from the girl. Mm. Yeah. You mean her? Yeah. The, hey, the, hey girl. The, the, the girl. The girl from Empanema. She, uh, we uh, had a bit of a question this week on Twitter. We had a, few, we had a lot of feedback about our um, audience picks for the week, which mm-hmm. we'll be reading at next week's show. But I had a question from uh, Vic on Twitter. Uh, who has the handle Devon Hampstead on Twitter <laughs> if you want to go and follow him. But he said, uh, when uh, is the next live behind the panels, mate? And good good question uh, because we're planning a couple of those for next now year. Now we're looking for a good answer. Now we're looking for a good answer. Now the ones we can actually can confirm uh, is uh, at the moment we're definitely looking at the East Coast Oz Comic Cons in Australia. So we're almost positive we'll be uh, doing the Melbourne uh, Oz Comic Con on the weekend of the 27th to the 28th of June, Mm -hmm. 2015. We will definitely be doing the Sydney Oz Comic Con. Without fail. Without fail on the weekend of the 26th and 27th of September, 2015 at the Sydney Showgrounds. And more than likely we'll be doing the Brisbane 
Oz Comic Con on the 19th to the 20th of September, that's the weekend before, uh, at the Brisbane Shoguns. That all just sounds exhausting. It does sound exhausting, so we're on tour next year. There's an outside chance of looking at I might even go to Adelaide, whether or not we do a group thing there or not, we don't know yet. Um, and we're also kind of, we've been talking to a couple of local shops about uh, doing something before then, because that first Oz Comic Con isn't until June right. in Melbourne. So we'd like to do something in the first half of the year, uh, particularly for Sydney. So there's two shops that we've been talking to about doing a live show in store. Maybe both of them. We don't know. We've got a few things to organise and confirm before we do that. Uh, I've got I've got kind of a rough schedule for the boys in front of me at the moment. One of those I'm definitely crossing off the list. Uh, but uh, yeah, we would like to do more shows, live shows next year because we had so much fun. And we had an idea uh, floated at dinner the other day when we were yeah. celebrating your birthday, which was to do some libraries as well. Yeah, so lots so, of local things as well. Yeah. And Dave's on the way here. Let's just do something completely ridiculous. Let's just like perform a at a I don't know panels in the park. Panels in the park in <laughs> Bowral or something. You know, just just for no apparent reason. But that's 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 oh, that's we gotta do the, the one live at sea. We're live yeah. in international waters, so anything yeah. will go. Yeah. Pirate radio. Yeah. Yeah. So we can play any music we like and we can have a goat on the fourth mic. <laughs> cool. Like actually on the fourth mic. Well we would see we'd get a whale. Well yeah. We could yeah. we could we could we could go on Moby Dick on it. <laughs> I'll bet he is. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Panels, the show that's gone the full movie dick. <laughs> the whole episode you just hear in the background is... <laughs> Ooh, that was good. <laughs> that's it. We're, we're calming you down at the end of the year with whale noise. <laughs> We had a we had, we had a we had a feedback on American uh, American iTunes saying we laughed too much at our own jokes. Screw you! <laughs> <laughs> we laughing at each other's jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Occasionally, I make myself laugh. But uh, okay, so next week on Behind the Panels, we will be looking at it'll be the 2014 Panels Awards. Something that was a complete mess last year. Uh, wasn't a complete it mess was actually. Fun. It was fun, but was we've fun. got a few special things, some surprises that even these two boys don't, don't know about yeah. yet. Uh, and we'll be picking. If you haven't looked at them already, go to behindthepanels.net. There's a list of all our nominees uh, for the what various was that ad for the Star Wars special editions and a few new surprises. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, look, this is, it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's because let's face it, uh, it's been a really shitty week around the world. It's been mm. a pretty crappy year as far as uh, uh, news is being concerned. So we want to bring our favorite things uh, uh, to the to the forefront. Uh, kind of what week. we do, which is kind of what we do every week. Yeah, we? but we just want to celebrate the good rather than Absolutely. dwell on the bad at all. And mm. uh, look, you know, on behalf of everyone here at Behind the Panels, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening this year. To new listeners, who some of us who joined us on our live show and then stuck with us after that, people we picked up along the way. Look, thank you all. We wouldn't do the show if we didn't have great feedback, great audience like you guys. And we wouldn't laugh at our own jokes if we weren't having fun. Exactly right. The main, <laughs> the main reason we do the show is because we love it. We love comics. We love get. And look, the, the three of us want to get together every week anyway, and this is just an excuse to Absolutely. do it. So uh, I want to thank both of you guys uh, for we joining us this thank year. You. Thank, thank you, you, Richard. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Let's all thank each other simultaneously. God One, bless two, three. us, thank everyone. you. And Tiny Tim, who did not die. Uh, <laughs> no, but honestly, it, it's been so 
so much fun this year. It's been a weird year for me, but this show has definitely kept me going. And and I can't wait to do it next year because next year's gonna be huge. Two thousand and fourteen, never be spoken of again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, one more week. One more hey. week. We got. We got. We got to celebrate. Yeah, we we'll do one more week wait, on two thousand fourteen, yeah. where we literally there. look back. At yeah, the yeah, entire yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, we had an amazing year. We'll talk about this next week as well. But we did our hundredth episode this year. We did our first two live shows here in Sydney. Could not be happier uh, with with the way the show's turned out, and oh, we've uh, met some amazing people. Amazing people, look, too many people to list, but you know who you all are. Well, I'll try and remember some of you for next week's show, which is in ten minutes time for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, until then, you can you can still find us. We'll still be updating stuff. We've got a lot of content that'll still be going up on the site between now and then on behindthepanels.net. If you want to send any feedback to us for next year's shows, send it to feedback at behindthepanels.net. Uh, leave something on our Facebook page um, or on our Twitter at Behind the Panels or of course if you want to drop us some voicemail for something for us to play on the show uh, phone Sydney number 02801141674 or just use the Skype ID Geek Actually or one word and I just renewed it also and it's all it. been renewed so just use it please <laughs> and, and honestly like uh, we play clips all the time as you heard as we have soundboards set yeah, up and yeah. things so if you want to hear your voice on the show or even just leave us a message and you can't be bothered mm-hmm. typing or if you want to abuse us Beh- perhaps you don't have the use of your hands anymore <laughs> uh, and just in advance we will not pull the show or all the previous episodes no no we won't <laughs> we, even, even, though, even though we did actually get hacked this year <laughs> <laughs> they tried us first they tried us first I like the idea that the North Korean hackers just tried out behind the panels and geek actually first to see if they get their skills down and, and they didn't succeed. And they didn't succeed because we got security on our side. <laughs> that's what that's what Sony should have had, security. God, is red rag to pull out. We were going to get I so hacked. I want to thank security one more time <laughs> for keeping so. our stuff safe. Thank you, security. Thank, thank you, security, you. for keeping our shit safe. <laughs> <laughs> and all hail our North Korean overlords. <laughs> <laughs> You're a legend, Kim Jong-ung. Um, but, like, honestly, thank you, everybody. Uh, the music you heard at the top of the show. You can you, you can find us all at the regular places. I'm not going to bore you with the details. I'm going to make this the one show we don't self-promote. You know where we are. You know where we are. The music used at the top of the show was Christopher Lee's Darkest Carol's Faithful Night. Of course, you can go and find that. And, of course, we use excerpts from Danny Elfman's The Nightmare Before Christmas uh, in the introduction. I'm going to take us out on something uh, that was left on our Facebook page. It was James Covenant's uh, remix. Of the, this is the Avengers Sing the Christmas Carols. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, awesome. And they've actually used clips from the various uh, Marvel films to pad this out. Stay with it to the very end. There's a couple of uh, – a little bit of a fun cameo at the end of this as well. Uh, but until – uh, we'll have the awards week, uh, the awards show next week. But until next year, I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. I'm David Longo. And this has been another year of Behind the Panels. Jarvis, drop my needle. Joy to the world. The award is come. Let Earth receive. Hurting King. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Glad tidings we bring to you. And here Hulk. Glad tidings for Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I am Groot. I am Groot. I'm Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Groot. I am Groot. 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 Groot.
Behind the Panels is a production of geekactually.com.